You know, we got something great going on. Games that we came short this year, we're going to find what was the problem. We're going to get it done for next season for sure. We are talking and sitting down with Jalen Henderson, quarterback at Texas A&M University. Jalen Henderson is a transfer QB for Fresno State who played under now Alabama head coach Kalen DeBoer. Obviously, I didn't want to come into the season as a backup, mm -hmm. but uh, I like Bobby Petrino, the OC. You know, what he was preaching, I know his background and everything. So that really drew interest to, uh, for me to come to A&M. That was like the main reason why I came here. It's a prestigious school. He also started against LSU and battled out future Heisman winner Jaden Daniels. His season was unfortunately cut abruptly short when he sustained an injury against Oklahoma State in the Texas Bowl. Tune in to today's episode of Opinionated Off Topic as we talk about what it's like to be a QB at a program like Texas A&M, what we can expect for Jalen Henderson going into this season and battling for the starting job. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Opinionated Off Topic. Today, I'm with Carlos Mojica, co-owner, co-founder of Opinionated Media. I'm Cam Theory, co-owner, co-founder of Opinionated Media. Today, we have a very, very special guest. Shout out to the boy Frankie for uh, making the you know connection with us. And uh, that's the boy. I know you guys have seen his podcast uh, previously. But today, we got um, Jalen Henderson on, uh, quarterback at Texas A&M. Uh, super excited to get to know him a little bit more and also talk about... Uh, you know, his career and uh, his uh, college career and what he's got, you know, going on for himself. But, um, you know, transferred from Fresno State and uh, now he's at Texas uh, A&M and, um, you know, started the last couple games, put some good tape out there and excited to see what he does for the rest of his career at A&M. So without further ado, thank you for uh, pulling up on us. Yes, sir, man. Yeah. Appreciate you for having me, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Here. Yeah. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, did y'all drop from college station this morning? Or? Did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 5 a.m. I used to sometimes I was be going to sleep at that time back in the day. Can't do that no more. Yeah. But uh, like you said, I appreciate you taking time out your day. Uh, coming on our platform means a lot. Um, but just give us a little backstory uh, where, like you said, you from went to Fresno State. So assuming yeah. you're from California as well. Yeah. yeah, from, yeah. Uh, Southern California. It's mm -hmm. a born and raised nice. LA area. So, uh, mm -hmm. so yeah. what was what's like the. The biggest difference in football that you see between like Cali and Texas? Uh, I think Texas football is definitely bigger, but California football is better. Uh, that's, that's my. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's just my take on it. So. <laughs> but I respect Texas football. It's a lot of great athletes that come out of here too. So yeah. yeah. Um, what was life like in back in LA? Just uh, playing football out there. Uh, it was good. You know, um, you know, I have like a lot of recruiting people out there, so it's not hard to find you if you're talented and stuff. So. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of talent in Cali, and uh, just a blessing to play with those guys. A lot of guys right now who are doing their thing in uh, the D one level. So uh, just very competitive up there for sure. What uh, what's like y'all's district? What is there any like uh, big name schools in in y'all's district? Like uh, John Bosco yeah, or like uh, Bosco Modern Day, uh, Corona Centennial, um, but Bosco Modern Day. Those are the two teams that I really like. The, the those biggest. are in your district. Uh, so. They do a weird in Cali. It's like D one, D two. I know you guys have like eight A and all that. So you, so we have one. We like have that. like one A, two A, three A, and all that. Yeah. And but there's also divisions. Yeah. So there's like six A, which is the biggest yeah. division one, and then six A division two. So you got D one, D two, and like depending on how much you win, they'll put you in D one. If you have an okay record, they'll put you in D two, D three. So it's like they kind of it's kind of weird. But hmm. Modern day Bosco is always D one and. They always play each other in the championship, basically. Mm. So. so do y'all have, like, a district schedule, I guess, or no? Yeah, you have your, your league schedule and all that stuff, but depending on how you do during the season, that's where you, you'll you end up. You could be D2 one year, and then next year you could be D1 playoffs. Oh, so it's like, I guess kind of like the soccer, and, like, you get, like, relegated yeah, like, and whatnot. Yeah. Like if you win your league, you'll go D1, or if you come, like, second place, you'll be D2 playing for the – So each year is just going to be different, and you're just playing different competition each yeah. year. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. I like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, do you like that there's, like, not really one true state champion? Uh – Cause it's like a north and south, right? Yeah. So you got SoCal, you got NorCal, mm -hmm. and like Central. So I mean, SoCal, the winner of that will play the NorCal champion, and they that would like declare who's the real state champion. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. I you thought guys it was just that. like you had your north winner and your south nah. winner. That was it. I know you guys have like CIF, which is like yeah, the yeah. champion or yeah. the city championship and stuff like that, right? Yeah. yeah. CIF is like uh, Southern California. Okay. And then gotcha. You got NorCal mm -hmm. on that side, so the two winners play against each other. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay, so there is one true champion. Yeah. So there's uh, a CIF champ, and then there's a state champ. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Did you ever like travel for games or no? Uh, I think we went to San Diego for a game one time. That's fire. How was yeah. that? It was fun. It was fun. Uh, 
we ended up losing, but it was a fun experience in San Diego for sure. How far how far was that for me? Like four hours, five hours? Uh, about yeah, three and a half, four hours. That's cool. Yeah, because I don't. Y'all never, because, I mean, I played up to, to my sophomore year, but, I mean, I'm short, so I was like, yeah. I wasn't fit for that life, but did y'all, y'all didn't travel anywhere, right? Nah, I think, we tra- first we traveled was, like, San Antonio, but I think it just kind of depends on the school you're at, and yeah. I feel like in Texas, too, like, the level of football in the state is so good that typically, like, the, the big schools here really don't travel outside the state like that, because yeah. it's, like, a lot of public schools and stuff, a lot of the schools outside. And are, if it is, like, a travel, they more come to you, because I remember, because yeah, his exactly. brother went to Lake Travis, so. Mm-hmm. yeah. Obviously, take Lake Travis is a top team in the nation, so people want to play them. Um, but Bishop Gorman was supposed to play them one year. Vegas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. But uh, Bishop Gorman coach ended up saying no. I think, mm-hmm. um, if I remember correctly, uh, what's the name? Uh, coach Carter. Coach Carter said yeah. that they're they're supposed to, they're projected to win state mm-hmm. that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up saying no because I guess they wanted to like run over somebody i guess to like yeah. prove that they're better yeah. so what i'm saying no i don't know if that was the same year they ended up playing um where you're where you're, uh, cedar hill cedar hill. one I, yeah. I, I can't remember if it was that same year but they ended up think playing cedar here on one and mm-hmm. they're like oh we're better but like yeah we're better than texas football whatever but like we're like that's not even the best yeah. teams in in, in texas yeah. so Actually, but, i mean they're up there the furthest we went, we played Hawaii. We played in Hawaii. Y'all played okay. in Hawaii? Yeah, That's cool. fire. Two years in a row. It was cool. Did y'all, y'all, oh, yeah, you flew, but how far is that flight? Like nine hours? Uh, six hours. Six hours? Yeah. That's fire. Yeah, Would y'all hours. just like leave for the week? Uh, Yeah, we left like Tuesday and then game was Friday. That's so. fire. Yeah. yeah. Damn. He just went to Hawaii. I want to go so Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, so playing high school football, when did you kind of see in that? start seeing that you like kind of had a more of a talent than others because you are a three-star um, yeah. coming out of high school so three stars and up typically that's when you get your d1 offers your looks your visits and all that yeah so when was it when you kind of see yourself separating from like other people i would say my junior year at a very i was blessed to have a really good year junior year um ended up getting 28 offers and stuff like that um so I, yeah, i'll say my junior year that's when i got invited to all the camps and everything like rivals camps uh some elite 11 camps and all that stuff for the Elite 11, how does it work? Do you, like, have to go to the camps, and is it, like, a, I guess, a tournament through the camps, and that's yeah. how you make it to the Elite 11 show? Yeah, so you get invited, then, like, when you're hometown, and then uh, they, like, select you, and then it's, like, a elim- elimination process, and it goes down to all the way to 11 and stuff. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. Is it, when, is it kind of eye-opening to you? Yeah, I mean, it definitely builds your confidence, because, like, some of those guys, you beat some of them, and... Um, just definitely builds their confidence for sure. But everybody up there is good, and they're all balling out right now. So it's good to see that too. Um, so going into your senior year, yeah. um, were you already committed to Fresno State at that time or no? Yeah, I was committed because it was COVID. So uh, our whole season got pushed back to like April. And uh, so I already, I already had committed. That's the reason why I went to Fresno because I didn't know what was going to happen with the world. So I decided mm-hmm. to just kind of stay home. And I liked the offensive corner they had too. So. Mm-hmm. I like just killed two birds with one stone. Good OC, and I can stay home too. And then they end up leaving after my freshman year. So yeah, then they, they went to business. Washington, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a Washington coach. Coach DeBoer, the, coach yeah. Grubb. It's a cruel business. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if it wasn't for COVID, where would do you think you'd have gone? Uh, Louisville is one of my top schools for sure. I've been a Louisville and SC fan growing up, so probably would have been Louisville. And Vandy was up there too because they're a good academic school. But I was probably. What uh, it went to Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. I'm sure um old boy got you got you hyped when he was playing there. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Lamar uh, Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yes, yeah. thank you. My favorite mm-hmm. player. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um what well, what was it like at, at, at Fresno? Because, I mean you it's not like your typical high D one school, it's a lower yeah. D one school, but you're still in D one yeah. and you're not in a power five though. Mm-hmm. So what 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 was it like over there? Um, you know, they teach like toughness and grit and all that stuff. Um, I like the coaches that recruited me there. Um, so like when we played the power five schools, they was probably looking at us like we were some trash school, but we got up for those games and mm-hmm. we'll beat them. Like we beat UCLA like five straight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we played Oregon state lost for like four. So it was always competitive. And that, that's just kind of what they teach us, just toughness and everything. Um, I, I liked it there, you know, the team, we're all close. We all galvanized with each other. So it was a, Good experience, but uh, after my sophomore year, I just time for a change and 
and that's how I got in the portal. Yeah, it it kind of seems like the when you are the underdog or when it's like someone way bigger than you, just I don't know. They you yeah. you already have the mentality that oh they think they're gonna walk over us and they're not yeah. because I mean he went to a D two school um, that just wasn't very good, but they played when they played like the top teams. Yeah. Um, they played well in some one of them, the one or two y'all won. Yeah, we upset Pueblo, who won the D two Natty in fourteen. Um, the year I wasn't there, and then I beat them my my junior year when they were ranked number eight in the country. And then we played Montana State my freshman year; they were D one, and we only lost by like three. So it's like you. You, normally, like the athletes are there's really not like as big as a skill gap as people think. Like yeah. at at any of the levels, it's more so just like measurables, like speed, yeah. height, size. But like at the end of the day, like you got to go play the game. You Everybody know, everybody can play exactly got a scholarship for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and, that, and that's like the misconception, like oh, you didn't go D one. It's like yeah, there's some talented boys out there in D two. You just don't know it. For one, it's really not on TV like that. If for two, you just think oh, it's not D one. Yeah. But like you said, it just it's, the biggest thing is like height. I would say is yeah. that because they he had he said one of the fastest people he's ever seen in his life, and he wasn't D two. Um, did he go to the league? Who the one that played at? Oh, Warnell Moon. Yeah, he he got a camp invite to like the Bengals and Bears and stuff. He kind of like bounced around some practice squads and now Mm -hmm. he's coaching. But I mean, even then, like I was telling him earlier off camera, like about Austin, like, you know, played against him and got a second contract. Yeah, Yeah, like there's there's some there's some dogs out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, But what what was uh, when you entered in the portal was what year was that? This is this past uh, April. Okay, so this is this coming up year was your first year at AM? Yeah. So what is it like a, I don't know if you know, but is it like a completely different process from like I guess the old transfer into the portal cuz like they're like, "Oh, we have to see if you can play that next year and but now everybody can just play." Uh, so this is my first time transferring, so I don't know how how it was. Uh it was like high school all over again as soon as you enter. Yeah. Everybody's calling you and texting you and trying to do all that stuff, but uh yeah, that's that's what it was like. What well, what is it something that like you? It was easier for you this time around because you're already for like familiar with it since like you dealt with the recruiters in high school, so you can kind of just see who's BSing and who's not. Yeah, uh, kind of high school. Just over. You just wanted to offer, but when you get in the portal, you just want to find the best fit for you. Obviously, mm-hmm. things didn't work out at your other school, um, so I would really like take time and really listen to them and just be like, like don't sugarcoat mm-hmm. any like the truth. Like tell me what's going on for real. And uh, a lot of schools did that, and then you can tell the other ones that kind of just. Wanted you as a roster spot and everything. Yeah. Were, were you, uh, I guess, when you were, like, kind of determining your schools before you ended up deciding A&M, yeah. were you uh, more concerned about, let me just get on the field as fast as possible, like, and that's really what I care about? Or were you more so, I'm okay with sitting for a little bit and getting developed properly and then yeah. getting, like, a proper chance? Like, what was what was well, that? Obviously, I didn't want to come into the season as a backup. That's yeah. Not, but I, that was not my goal. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like Bobby Petrino, the OC, and uh, – you know what he was preaching. I know his background, and everything. So I, that really drew interest to uh, for me to come to AM. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was like the main reason why I came here. And it's a prestigious school. I know the backgrounds are great, academics and everything. So that was really why I decided to come to AM. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so when you earlier you said at, when you were like at Fresno, you liked the recruiters, and that was probably one of the reasons we went over there. Yeah. How hard was it this second time around not to fall in love with the coaches because as you saw, two years in a row, yeah. one leaves to the Washington, the other one gets fired. So, like, how hard was it not to put your emotion to it and, like, this is where I want to go because this is where I want to go, not because yeah. of the coaching? Uh, first time around, I went for the coaches. I feel like this time it was, like, a mixture of both the coaches and the school. You know, I, what what happened with the coaches, they, like, Jimbo ended up leaving all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm still at a great school, so it's not like I'm stuck at, like, a bad school or anything like that. Texas A&M has a rich history with or without Jimbo. So I feel like I'm still at a great program. Got Coach Elko, who's here now. And mm-hmm. We all believe in him. So it all ended up working out in the long yeah. run. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you want to offer? Well, what other schools offers did you have besides A&M? And then why, why was it that you chose A&M? So I, I know you said Bobby Petrino earlier, but like yeah. there's some – we're in an age of football where there's just – there's good coaches everywhere. Yeah. And especially, like, um, OCs that are just like, oh, wow, like, he's really good. And then mm-hmm. now they're getting head coaching jobs. Like, Jeff Levy, he's yeah. an OU fan. Yeah. Um, Jeff Levy, they just, he just got a good head coaching job. And um, somebody else just got uh, hired somewhere, too, that was an old OC at – I forgot where. 
Um, but there's just good OCs everywhere, or just yeah. masterminds everywhere. So why? why? Uh, I had a lot of interest, and in, I kind of committed to A and M like fast once I got in the portal. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of interest though, so I didn't really give a lot of schools to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. So I like I had Old Dominion. I got A and M. Took my visit on A and M. Like heard what the coach was preaching. I committed. But I had, I had a lot of interest from like SEC schools, mm-hmm. Pac-12, and some Big 12 schools and everything. Were you uh, more interested in, I guess, going to the SEC because it's like the premier conference in college mm-hmm. football? Like you play in the SEC, you put up good numbers, you're more than likely going to get drafted and get a chance at the, in the NFL. Or um, like you said, Pac-12 schools uh, maybe staying close to home. Did yeah. Like I guess that didn't – what was the key determining factors on that? Uh, Did that matter at all? So kind of like you said, SEC, you ball out like – it's a you have a better opportunity mm-hmm. than a lot of other conferences, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew I had to compete. Like I knew they had Connor and Max, who were mm-hmm. great quarterbacks as well. Yeah. So competition was the problem for me. Um, but once I, I just knew once I get on the field, I just got to take advantage of my opportunity. So that's that was my mindset. Ball yeah. on SEC and biggest conference there is in football, mm-hmm. and I went to put my name on that uh, uh, that big platform. Yeah. Yeah. So. so. Obviously, when you're getting recruited and whatnot, um, you look into players or uh, teams like roster spots, who's there, who's committed and whatnot. Yeah. Connor Wegman, five-star. Mac Johnson, been there. He's been around the block, transferred from schools here and there. He's been a starter. And then now you come in at a from a, a group of five school and then um, going into here, you're like, okay, now i got to beat up these guys. Was your mindset just like I have to beat up these guys rather than like oh I can just go to this other school where I could probably start? Yeah. Or you just wanted the competition? Uh, yeah, I could have easily went to a smaller school and started, but you know, as a competitor, I love I love competing against the the best. And uh, like I said, Connor's a five star. Max, I don't know how many stars he had, probably had four or five. But um, I'm always gonna bet on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm always confident in myself and the work I put in. So I didn't none of that really mattered to me. I just wanted to compete and get better every day. So I was competing against them, but I was really competing with myself just to get better every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what was it like just hearing that Connor QB one, mm-hmm. Max QB two, you QB three? Yeah, uh, like I said, I definitely didn't want to come to the school to be QB three, but I never looked at myself that mm-hmm. way. I always compare uh, prepare like I was QB one. Uh always throughout the practice with receivers. So I never like, that was my position at the time, but I never really looked at myself like that. But I just encouraged other guys I was playing. Like, Connor's playing. I'm encouraging Connor. Max playing. I was encouraging Max. Like, so it's all the brotherhood. So, like, when I started playing, they were encouraging me to and giving me, like, what they saw and everything. So, just all the brotherhood at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, mean, you, you, I mean, you can also just, I mean, look at it as, like, I have a chance. Like, I mean, you, you're at A&M. So, obviously, yeah. Johnny Menzel's the biggest thing to ever happen to A&M. Mm-hmm. Um, he went in as a third string, and then he just beat out the same guy, mm-hmm. beat out the first guy, and as a starter, and now look at him. Yeah. So you could also just go in there with, with like that headspace too. Like he did it, I can do it. Like I know I have the talent, I know I have the arm. Like I've been doing this. Yeah. Um, but so your third string, you see Connor go down. Yeah. And when you when you're, I feel like when you're. Like the second and third strings, you well mainly like I guess third strings, but you're just like oh, not that you're like oh I gotta go in like soon, but like he goes down mm-hmm. and season and injury. Yeah, Connor, I mean uh, Max goes in. It's a head switch. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I'm the next guy up if right. he yeah. goes down. Right. Um, mm-hmm. if his helmet comes off, I gotta go in. So like, mm-hmm. what was that mindset switch like for you? Uh, I feel like being a backup is harder than being a starter because like really you gotta prepare. Like you're gonna play and you're you may not play the whole game. Mm-hmm. Like starter, you know you're gonna play. Um, like you may or not play as a backup. So um, when, once Connor went down, I just I was really locked in and just everything. So um, just prepared like I was gonna play regardless. I was throughout that the whole season though, so it really didn't change much for me. Do y'all once like the QB one goes down or just a starter goes down? Like everybody obviously just shifts up. But do y'all like start taking like snaps with like? Uh, the first team too, or no? Just I to like get used to it, or no? I didn't get a first team rep till Mississippi State week, my first week. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, wow! So my only reps was throwing to the ones was after practice, really, and taking snaps under center this week, uh, Mississippi State week. And that's the crazy thing too about playing quarterback. Like you're not, you don't really get those live snaps that you could at like receiver, DB, running yeah. back, any other position because they normally rotate a lot of those guys in, even if they get. 10 snaps a game, like, you're still getting on the field. So it's like 
you really got to prepare from like just a mental standpoint all week. And then, like you said, getting that extra work in just so whenever you get that opportunity, it's not like, okay, I got to go in and kind of get a feel for the game. Um, so much time we have. Okay. So talk us through, like, I've have your stats pulled up y'all. Um, uh, November 11th, y'all beat Mississippi state 51 to 10. I mean, your first start, you balled out four total touchdowns. Um, like take us through like that first start for you, especially, at Kyle Field and like just what that experience was like. It was great. It was a night game, first mm-hmm. night game of the season. Um, having like my teammates behind me, like they, no one was like worried or anything. They all showed support and had confidence in me. So that put confidence in myself as mm-hmm. well. And uh, I had great playmakers make plays. Everybody did their job, line, running backs, receivers, and mm-hmm. defense helped us out too with a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of stops. So it just made my job easy and just executed for sure. Yeah. What was it like? I guess like we didn't leading up to that. Like, hey. You're QB one now, or yeah. they just Henderson QB one get in. Mm-hmm. Like, what what was the practice like? What was your mentality like? Talking to your parents, talking yeah. to friends, like I'm starting this week, I'm playing this week. Like, uh, what was all that like? Um, mentality is like it's about time. Like, yeah, yeah. trying to play. I didn't, obviously I don't want them to get hurt. Like, I never yeah, want yeah. to play injury. <clears throat> but uh, like next man up, like it's about time now. I get to show Kyle Field and the rest of the world what I can do. How hard is it to like? Because obviously, like, you're like, oh, I want to go in this game. I want to ball out. Like, yeah. I'm going to take over this game. But how hard is it to, like, not do too much yeah. but not do only a little bit? Uh, I was just thinking to do what I was coached. Like like you said, not try to do too much. Um, just make the right play. If it wasn't there, throw it out of bounds. Don't try to do too much. Just do what I was coached and the things will Things, uh, the chips will fall where they lay. So, and how hard is that to just do that on the fly? Because like when you're in a game, it's different. Because you're just yeah. like focused on the game and like just coach. It doesn't go out the window, but like right, he's right. just your tunnel vision on the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just gotta trust your training. Like you're training hard, and you just gotta trust it. So mm-hmm. like, no time to be scared and just forget everything you've been working hard for now. Um, so that's what I was trying to do, and I feel like I did that. Yeah, I mean they got they got they got blessed with you because there's not many. Um, third strings who can come in and done what you've done. I mean, you mm-hmm. look at Florida State yeah. and the ACC championship game and it's just like, oh, that, that's the third string just, they couldn't move the ball. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you played LSU and you played them. I mean, even Mississippi State, because mm-hmm. um, they're not, I mean, they had a down year this year, but relatively they're they're a good team. Yeah. Um, then even at LSU, like you played well. So like you show that you can move the ball and you probably deserve to start at, at some spots now, mm-hmm. obviously. Since Max is transferring now, it's going to be you and Connor that's yeah. going to be going head to head, and um, and you've already shown that you can play. So now they have like, oh, yeah, got your and it's a you. lot different too, like with new staffs and stuff coming in. I mean, it's kind of like I've I've experienced you know coaching staffs change throughout college. Like I had like, let me see, one, two, I had like four different, three or four different head coaches in my yeah. four years there, and like, yeah. and I had two uh, position coaches, like three coordinators, so. I already know how it is, like, especially if you've been a guy that's fringe starter, Mm -hmm. maybe backup, but you know you're capable, and it's like, all right, I get an opportunity now to, like, prove myself to the new staff like everyone else. It's it's pretty much open, you know? So This is about to be my fourth head coach and fifth OC. Yeah, so it's just like, that's the brutal brutal world, man. man. Like, it's always ever-changing. But it happens all across the world, so. Yeah. So when when you first got on the field and you're, like, you're playing against Mississippi State, what was your like emotions like? Because I mean, like, I mean, obviously you step in the house as Texas and OU, so yeah. where <laughs> you know how it is with us, yeah. So like, but I mean, we all know how Caulfield is. It's it's yeah. a great stadium. Um, it's 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 loud. The atmosphere is electric. It just points down, and you just hear all the screaming. Yeah. So was it? What is it like when when you step on that field and you like just hear? the 12th man going crazy, crazy. Because yeah. it's different when you're on the sideline versus when you're on the field because it, it just gets to you more and you get you all yeah. pumped up. Because when I went to the Texas-BYU game, that was Malik's first game starting. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he – we I think we used to see the ball first, and as soon as he stepped on the field, it was Malik, Malik. Everybody just chanting Malik. Yeah. And so, like, and then there's a song playing. He was, like, jamming to the song. So you just you, – you start – it's, like, kind of easy – Easier, but what was what was the energy of, like the twelfth man like? Man, it was it was wild. Like like you said, it's, you can't really explain it. It's just a lot of like once I once I scored the first touchdown, you just hear everybody screaming and everything. It was just an exciting moment that I like really never forget in my life. Um, Everybody's jumping on my head after I scored. I couldn't breathe after I scored. People <laughs> were suffocating me and everything. But uh-huh. no, nah, it was just a surreal moment, man. I 
got the best fans in the uh, in the country for sure. So it's got to be crazy because I mean, you, I mean, you see it on TV, but like, there's a lot of things that like that just don't do justice when you see it on TV. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm a I'm a gaming fan of that organization right there called Optic, mm-hmm. and they have like the biggest fan base in Call of Duty. As and like they just when they chant, they said you can hear. It. Um, I went to a UFC fight uh, back in 2015 and watched Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. and I was like, "It's the energy there is completely different than yeah. like what you see on TV. Like you see it on TV, but like it just it's different in person. Yeah. So I will bet that's different in person too. I don't know if I'll find out next year. I'm still debating on it. I think yeah. he might be down there for the game, but um, I, I don't yeah, know. especially if you there, bro. What? Place. You, know, you got to now. Got to support I'm, the boy. I'm nervous. Can't yeah. no Texas. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, you know how I'm rocking. <laughs> I, I stay in talk for my boys. I hear you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean that that's got to be electric, and I'm and I'm glad you got to experience that because it's not something that people just get to experience yeah. no, for at sure. any time. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a rarity, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got to experience that because that's, that's cool. And I feel, I feel like, too, um, like looking at your stats, like you ran for – you had 60 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Do you feel like running is like a big component of your game, or do you feel like you're more of like a pocket passer? No, I definitely say I'm a dual threat for mm-hmm. sure. Um, pass first guy, but yeah. you know, I got to run, I got to run. Mm-hmm. Or I, I can't run. Mm-hmm. Um, just try to move the chains. That's, that's what I want to do, get positive yards. If yeah. Passing or running, so – yeah, one thing for you. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to slide? How hard is it? to slide? Yeah, because I, I mean, you always see quarterbacks <laughs> that like they that's can't slide question. or they don't be sliding or like yeah. I'm like, dude, just like uh, Quinn, I'm dude, just slide, bro. Yeah, like because I mean, you know, like once you see the quarterback running, obviously everybody knows the defensive people yeah. light up and like oh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take them off. Take yeah, them so like, how yeah. hard is it just to slide? Uh. I'll say I learned on the fly against Mississippi State. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. First, I've never slid, and then I seen like four dudes right there. I'm like, <laughs> I better get down. So I just slid right there. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we always see like, obviously, there's a difference when you have like the Jonathan Zells or the yeah. uh, Jaden Daniels and Jalen Daniels and like people like that. But like people who are like normal runners, like Quinn. Yeah. Um, I guess you. Um, like I'm just like, dude, just slide. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Yeah. I hate sliding. I'm not gonna lie to you. I do, but you I get know. it you because it's know. like you're you are a competitor, so it's yeah. like you obviously are like, oh, I'm, if I think I can truck you, I'm gonna truck you, or whatever the case or is, or make you miss, or whatever, yeah, make them extra yards, like outrun you, whatever the case is. But I think I'm, it's better to dive now to slide because when you slide, it take like four yards off, like from where you start to slide. Because it, yeah, mm-hmm. it's when you start sliding, right? Yeah. It's a, it's when the ball's dead. Yeah. yeah, and there's like lately too, we've been seeing players like slide late and then that tar- that targeting call so like yeah. i feel like you're super defenseless because y- your head's just like exposed exactly. and they're already like trying to take a shot on you yeah. so um well um, before you ask your question um how do you feel about the targeting rule the way it's written uh the way it's written is like defensive player and like they i, I don't know it, like they change it like there's some where you're like oh that's not targeting and then he gets kicked out and there's other ones where it's way worse hits and they keep them in. So I don't mm-hmm. really, I don't really know. Cause like, I'm not a fan of the tarting. I'm a fan of the rule. I'm not a fan of the way it's written. Yeah. Because a lot of the times it's not targeting. It's just, it's a good, good hit, big, hit. big hit. It's mm-hmm. not, you can tell like when it's targeting. Like the yeah. game, what was it, like three or four weeks ago where the dude literally launched up at the wide receiver's head yeah. um, like that's clearly targeting yeah. if it's like helmet to helmet like if a quarterback slides and he just smashes his helmet like the Florida Florida State game like that like that's probably more of the targeting side yeah. um, but I just hate it's just like you call targeting yeah. if it's not targeting you don't get ejected but either way you still get penalized yeah. and it's not targeting you just made a good hit so you're getting penalized for making a good hit mm-hmm. From like an offensive perspective, I love it. But <laughs> as like a fan perspective, like when I'm watching the game and any big hit is a flag, I'm like, that's that's, that's weak. So yeah, yeah, for sure. As an offensive guy, though, I'll take it. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> Give me them 15 yards. <laughs> so, so looking at like your your uh, three stars to end the season off, like the next game you have is against Abilene Christian, and it's like they're still a good football team, still Division One. They're at, at the FCS level, but I guess starting against like Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. And then, like, going into the next week where it's, like, that, you know, SEC, like, non-conference game late in November. Yeah. Um, how was, I guess, like, the preparation for that? Was that the same or were, like, you, like or especially probably for someone like you where you're, like, every opportunity I'm getting, I got to make count. Yeah. Or 
Um, and I guess like the competition, could you like tell a drop off or anything like that? Uh, I, like I said, I prepared the same. Yeah. No matter the opponent. Yeah. Um, obviously it wasn't like a SEC game, like yeah. you said, but still got prepared the same. Mm-hmm. Before, so just went into it the same mindset. Mm-hmm. Our whole team was sick that game too. So it was a lot yeah. of really? Ever. Yeah. I was sick too. A lot of guys are kind of sluggish. Yeah. Game, but. Well, I guess we'll at that point we'll kind of address the elephant in the in the room for y'all, but. It went fifty-one to ten. Jimbo gets fired. Yeah. So also, how was the preparation going for next week? Even when your head coach is there, head coach isn't there, and your interim coach is now coaching. Yeah, um, we had a lot of faith in Coach Robinson, so it had nothing to do with him. But obviously, a lot of guys came for Jimbo, and like when he's gone, people are starting to think like, what, is, what does this mean for my career? So some people's heads weren't like fully there. Um, like it was a lot of people just. Confused. We just won by forty-one points. Your mm-hmm. coach yeah. gets fired. So it was, it was definitely a confusing time. But Coach Robinson did a great job, just keeping us up, keeping us together. He's preaching uh, brotherhood and everything the whole time. So it seemed like it was a um, pretty much done deal. Because I mean, the, the conspiracy is at halftime when they presented that check, mm-hmm. one hundred and seventy million dollars. That was part of his buyout and part of the next coach's money. Mm-hmm. Um, but what well, uh, you went through a coaching change late at Fresno State, right? Like, after the season's over, that's when... Yeah, so uh, we had finished our, our season, and then we had a bowl game. But before the bowl game, he had... Yeah. He was going to Washington. So what was it like this time around during the season that your uh, coach gets fired, and how did y'all find out? So we found out on social media. Like, I just wake mm. up, ESPN text, Jimbo Fisher's fired. Damn. And we had a team meeting, like... Two hours later, but everybody already knew the team meetings for, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was just it was weird. Like we had two games left in the season. Some people were like, "Why can't we just wait two games?" And then other people like understood like we gotta get on the search now. Like this is a big job at A and M. Yeah. Um. So like I feel like the players they did a great job of just like just keep going. Like no matter no matter what happened, no matter who's a coach, just keep going. And then at Fresno, after the season, everybody was kind of like, oh, "Okay, it's what it's whatever. I can." the bowl game and play I'm not going to play yeah mm-hmm. would you have rather found out through the coach rather than social media yeah for sure um, either way it didn't I feel like it didn't matter like mm-hmm. it was the same result regardless but yeah. hearing it from them probably would have been a bit different than bit different to ESPN first so so after you know that situation happens you play your first game against Abilene Christian with the interim coach and then uh, uh, then you go play at LSU and um that was really the first game because I didn't really watch AM a whole lot this season. And then I watched that game just all the way through for the most part. And I was sick to Frankie. I was like, bro, he's balling. Like, y'all had the lead. They all were like winning the game. You're playing against obviously the Heisman favorite in uh, uh, Jalen Daniels. And um, like, you look at your stats, like, you played really well through two touchdowns, almost 300 yards. First game on the road, too, in the SEC in Death Valley. Like, what was that experience like? And then knowing that you're battling with a guy that might win the Heisman. Yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, me, personally, I love getting booed by the other team. Yeah. Uh, so it was just fun to to hear, like, the crowd was a great environment. Mm-hmm. Um, is a great team, like you said, and Jaden's a great quarterback, also mm-hmm. from California. Yeah, there. yeah. But uh, it was a fun game. Wish we could have had some plays back. But yeah, just uh, just thank God for the opportunity to even go out there and play. Yeah. Death Valley, louder than uh, Kyle Field? No. No? <laughs> no. Have you been anywhere louder than Kyle Field? Me starting? No. Well, like just in, like just being like just being in the stadium. What you said what? No. Have you been anywhere louder than Kyle Field? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. No. no. Did you play at Ole Miss this year? We did. Ole Miss was loud too, but Kyle Field is just it's just different. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, Tennessee was loud too. They hit a kick with a punt return, and like I couldn't hear anything. My oh, Rocky team. Top gets crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was it was pretty loud. Yeah, it plays good. That I feel like y'all y'all might be like the top two. For sure. I could yeah. I mean I feel like them too because their stadium is like bench fans. Yeah. So it's like right there. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so what how was it like playing at LSU? Because uh, like you said, you are going against Jaden Daniels and y'all do have the lead and yeah. it's like you obviously don't want to look ahead of the game, but, like, you look up, you see the lead, yeah. and, like, oh, like we can do this. Uh, we was all confident. Like, no one's no one was scared or worried about Jaden winning the Heisman or none of that stuff. Like, we were all confident, and, you know, things just didn't happen our way. But proud of the team. We fought hard, and I, I'll never question, like, how hard or, like, if we're scared or anything. I'll never question none of that stuff. Yeah. 
He is different, huh? Jaden? Yeah. I do, yeah, I do can run. Like, that fool's different. He can different. His arm, too, but when all that stuff shut down, he can definitely run. Like, it's, it's, fast. I mean, it's the same thing yeah, that happened with crazy. Mizzou. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I, like, when I was watching him play against Bama, I was like, bro, I did not know he was fast like that. Yeah. Like, pulling away type fast. His receivers are crazy. Crazy, yeah. Malik neighbors, neighbors, he's nice. And Thomas, yeah, they got some guys. With we it. had him at, like, 75 yards passing at halftime. Yeah. 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 And that's, why, that's, the, like, same. that's yeah. what I said. It's the same thing happened to Mizzou. Like, I'm like, what's like you hold them and then it just uh, he just flips a switch, it just goes crazy. Defensive, our defensive guys are there too. Yeah, they got first and second round receivers. Mm. Just gonna be good on Sunday. So yeah, I mean you can't, can't you can't do 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 much about it. And yeah. y'all are, I mean, not to talk about like the defense or whatnot, but like y'all are kind of the same boat as us. Like y'all's y'all's front line and y'all's linebackers are nice, yeah. but like for like. Same with us, but it's like our DBs, which is our weak point, but that's just a hard weak point to have because mm-hmm. especially in this day and age of football where just attack, attack, attack on the air, mm-hmm. like you you just got to have solid DBs. Um, that's what I hate about them is they always have good DBs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's just he can just flip the switch and it just take off, and, and it's hard because you got to defend against the pass because he can throw it, yeah. or you got a defensive run because he can take off. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? Like, how was it like playing with like guys like Evan Stewart and Anaya Smith and some of those receivers you have? Like, how how's that? Man, it was great. I'm sure y'all seen the Moose Muhammad one hand. Catch yeah, 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 yeah. Like stuff like that. Like you got playmakers all around. Anaya mm-hmm. uh, throw a little screen. He can take it 45 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan Stewart runs great routes. Mm-hmm. Six six, throw it up. Yeah, got a lot of other great receivers too in that room. But, yeah. So it was just just great. Like makes my job easy. Mm-hmm. For sure, makes it easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how hard was it to like get adjusted to them? Because you go from like QB three snaps, QB two snaps, QB one snaps, and like obviously the talent like, just yeah. gets better and better and better. That's why they're um, placed where they're at. And I mean, you got guys like Evan Stewart, who's he's nice, mm-hmm. and you don't have not that you don't have that on like the the the, the like uh, three snaps, but um, when you go when you're going to throw to him, how the timing and all that is just completely different. So, like, how hard is it to adjust to those kind of guys? Uh, I mean, I was working with them during the season after practice, so now it was just in practice doing it against a, a defense. So, like, the timing wasn't the timing was there from like day one that I was starting. Um, me and Jade is my roommate, Jade Walker, so we That's fine. had that chemistry. Yeah. We would throw in the summer and everything. So, and I was done with those guys in summer as well. So, it wasn't like a big big jump. And Max is a lefty as well, so it's not like they went from a righty. You're a lefty? I'm a lefty, yeah. Nice, I'm a lefty too. Yeah, yeah, There's not very many of us. Like uh, five of us in the world. Yep, yep, so it's always <laughs> nice when you see another lefty. Yeah. So, uh, it, was, it was smooth. Everybody everybody was uh, adjusted well. Nice. Uh, Daniels is a lefty too, right? Jaden? Jaden no, Daniels? Right-handed. No, he's, he's right-handed. right-handed. Yeah, Dylan's lefty, though. That's what I'm thinking of. Dylan yeah. Gabriel's, he's left-handed. Yeah. 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 Penix's left-handed, too. Yeah, Penix is left-handed, Penix too. Penix is left-handed. I'm scared of that yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> Our DBs again. But um, what you call it? Uh, so, like, Texas A&M, obviously, like, they're known for having one of the ma- biggest NIL collectives in all of college football. Yeah. Uh, like, what's your relationship like with that? Uh, I really don't have a relationship okay. with, the, with the collective. Being yeah. Honest with you. Okay. So that's that. Yeah. And why? Why? Why is that? Uh, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell. You? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's go ahead. Well, especially it's like that's interesting. You say that with with you having the the opportunity to potentially start at QB next year, like I feel like that definitely will be something that we'll have to you know get figured out at some point. You know. And so you've also definitely shown that you could play because now like the A and M and LSU game is kind of a bit of a rival now. Yeah. Like because y'all just go out of every year, every year, every year. And going over there, going to Death Valley, putting up almost 300 yards, two touchdowns, like you play a great game. So now you have some 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 weight to your name. So yeah. you can be like, hey, well, what's going on over here? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, what's what's the the NIL process, not process, but like what, what has that life been like? Not even for you, but just like football in general, because it's, it's a crazy world nowadays because like you, have, you look to your left and we'll just use, I don't know, like. We'll just say Bijan. Yeah. Bijan's to your left and you're same age, whatnot, and yeah. he has a Lambo and you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. like a kid going through the walks of life of school. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's uh it's I definitely think it's good. Like us athletes put our bodies on the line and to get NIL, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. It's changing the game for sure. Like it's portal, it's like free agency. Like you offer this guy I mean, this amount of money, he's gonna go over there. So um to some extent it's good and then others like that's it's 
don't, it's not that good, but mm-hmm. um, you got agencies out there working for players, and uh, I think it's a blessing. Like there's there's players that don't come from a lot, and you got NIL. Like it just gives them opportunity to like just fend for themselves and live, and cause hard as a college athlete before mm-hmm. NIL. So I think it's good. yeah. I mean, it, it it's definitely changed the recruiting process for sure. Cause like sure. you said, you do have kids who don't come from a lot, yeah. and you go, and then we see like. Obviously, we don't know how much is real and how much is, isn't real. Um, but he just like the 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 quarterback that committed to Miami was like what like nine million dollar nil deal, whatever the case yeah. was. Like you see that as a seventeen year old kid, eighteen year old kid, especially yeah. if your family is coming from. I'm not saying that his family isn't, mm-hmm. um, but like yeah, you're gonna take it because that's life changing money for you yeah, and it's life changing sure. money for your family. Yeah. yeah. So that's that, I feel like that's also the the the, the hard part with like um, nil because. You, you're kind of like Texas, Oregon, A and M. Those are three off the top of my head I could think of, but like those are the three richest schools in in college football. Um, And and it's statistically proven. So it's like you have people like that who could spend money Mm -hmm. uh, that are going to get the talented people versus like the people that are good that can't spend money. So they're they they're you're not going to go there because mm-hmm. they're not going to give you – you may start and you can start here, but obviously if you can start here and make money, yeah. you're going to go there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so like looking at your Instagram and stuff, like you've done like a few little NIL deals like with some restaurants with like CVS and whatnot. I guess like typically like what is that process like when you get – are those like you basically get paid out or whatever and they're like, okay, you got to do a service or something or is it just – more so like marketing, like how, how do those opportunities normally come up? Yeah, it's just like marketing. Uh-huh. Uh, I have an agency and they, they yeah. help me get deals. Um, so I'm grateful that they make it easier yeah. for me. And uh, just do like little shoots and stuff and then you just got post the reel. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. That's that's cool. And is there ever anything where you're like, ah, oh, that doesn't, that's like maybe not like a fit for me or do you ever like turn stuff down? Or? Yeah, yeah. So A&P, they uh, like, we work with my interests. Okay. If I don't like it, then yeah. like, you don't got to do it. Yeah, if okay. I like it, we have interest, then we go for it. Okay. So we're working on more stuff too. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of cool too, because I mean I knew that agencies, but like you don't have to worry about too much of the business side of it. You just kind of let them handle the business side of it, and then you do the football side of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. um, it, it's it, it takes a lot of weight off your shoulders when you can just focus on yeah. on football. Mm-hmm. Now, do y'all do more of these deals in the off season or during the season too? A uh, mixture of both, but like it would never come between football. Like if yeah. I have a some of football, it would never come between that. So mm-hmm. if I have off time, like during the week, then I'll do a shoot or do whatever. So. Yeah, nice. Um, so what what what's what's the not at NIL, but what's the goals for for next year for for you? Uh, the goal is to be QB one, obviously. And uh, first game we got Notre Dame at home, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good game. It is, but to start that season off with a win. So that's that's the goal. Just keep getting better in off season. Um, whatever changes we have, just you know, stick together as a team and just be ready to go. It's it's, it's gonna be uh, that first game might be a competitive one too because mm-hmm. I got Mike Oka, we're a little inner looking yeah. like a Notre Dame quarterback, we'll so yeah. it's definitely gonna cause some uh, some um, some animosity between there. Yeah. But um, well, just for obviously we're in, like I said we're in a crazy time. I've already had nine players that are in the transfer portal. Yeah. Um, so what's for people that are staying? What's the 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 going for next year? What is the do you expect to like finish out as? Uh, you know we got something great going on. Um, the guys that that want to be here, they they know the plan that we have. We have great coaches coming in, and we you know we just we're all confident. with Coach Elko has to go, what has uh, going on, and uh, you know we'll see what we got in spring, and we're very confident going into next year. Um, those games that we came short this year, we're going to find, like, what was the problem? We're going to get it done for next season for sure. Do you think it'll be an adjustment from an offensive coach leaving and now get a defensive coach? Um, I mean, I think it allows the, the OC to really do his thing, really. Um, and then Coach Elko, he's known for his defense, like you said. So we already know defense going to be great. And we got Coach Klein now who's our OC. And everybody so far has loved him. Yeah, yeah, just got Colin Klein, yeah. Heard great yeah. things about him, so um. yeah, I know one too many things about that man. <laughs> man. Um, yeah, yeah, and then State, yeah. obviously, yeah. expectations against us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we 
trying to go in there and win. Not try. We're going to go in there. We're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Do, uh, do that for me, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good game. That's a big rivalry. Yeah. yeah. So First time game. in what? Uh, 10, 10 No, years, more than no, 14 that. 14 years? Uh, or something I think like 12 that. years. Yeah, so it'll yeah, be. Because uh, y'all joined the SEC 20. We had. We're, so it was 2012. Yeah, it's 2012. So we played y'all 2011. So 2011 was the last year. Yeah, 12 years. Yeah. 12 years already. Y'all got a good team, though. So it's definitely going to be a good game. It'll be interesting. I don't know. We really don't know who's staying and who's going. We were talking about it yesterday. Like, there's no reason for Xavier to stay, but he has the potential to stay. Yeah. I think AD's gone. You were Quinn, uh, I was about to say Quinn. I don't know. Um, like, it depends on how he does in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, obviously, he, he he can go, but th- this year, just a loaded quarterback room. Yeah. Well, it's a loaded. This draft, draft is loaded is everywhere. Loaded. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Every, he, he, he might stay, um, but... I mean, Malik already answered the transfer portal, so... Oh, he did? Murphy? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, so, obviously, uh, Arch is already... If Quinn does, Arch is going to be the number two. Yeah. Um, so, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I don't know. Um, but we, we we are losing a lot of people, but hopefully we gain some people. Um, I'm hoping Walter does come over. I hope not. Uh, come no. over to us. <laughs> yeah, not. so... As, <laughs> and then and if X does leave, I mean, we have John T. Cook, who's still there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then if Juice can come to us, because it was between Tennessee and Texas for Juice, but now it's USC, Oregon, Tennessee, and Texas. Ole Miss, too. Oh, and Ole Miss. Yeah, he's taking his official to Ole Miss sometime yeah. soon. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, I mean, my, I, I'm nervous for next year because, uh, I mean, obviously, we never want to lose to you guys. But um, it's a rivalry game. Anything goes. Everything happens. I mean, like, I, I, like well, he's an OU fan, so mm-hmm. – Obviously, me and him uh, talk about it all the time, but it's a rivalry game, man. It's hard because you can't – I don't – I use the term loosely, but you can't Mm -hmm. take it serious as in, like, you have to understand it's a rivalry game. It's not this – like, look at the Alabama-Auburn game. Like, it's not just a regular season game. Like, there's more emotion that's added into it, so anything can happen. We were 5-7, and and we beat them. Like, anything can happen. So, obviously, we don't lose to y'all, but – uh, I am nervous for it. I will say that um, his his girlfriend's a big UT fan, so mm-hmm. she, I think she's already going to the game. I got you. Yeah. Um, obviously, the my girlfriend's sisters go there, so yeah. they're going to be at the game, and she's going to go to the game, and she wants me to go to the game. And I was like, I don't know, man. I <laughs> yeah. have to sit this one out. Bro, I'm watching got, got, got to. You know what I'm saying? You got to support the <laughs> play. Little, you know? yeah. so, be scared, um, <laughs> I ain't scared, but hey, it's, 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 it's different, man. Because yeah. he went to the Red River game this week, this you. year. Yeah. And it, um, that's another game. I was like, I don't know if I can go to that game. Bro, man. it's dope. It's, and plus, it's just, like, the fans respect, like, especially those fans, like, they really, there's really, like, a respect level. Like, yeah. it is, like, it's all good, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. And then same thing, because y'all play them too next year, right? No. No. We, no. we play them probably the year after. So they, the, with I Texas. We, so did they, sorry, but did they not make it to where we have to play, like, Arkansas, A&M, OU? No, it's not, it's not like that. So you play, you have one permanent rival or two permanent rivals yearly, and then with us joining Oklahoma and Texas, we'll both play every team in the SEC within the first two years. So, like, we'll play Anon for sure the second year, yeah. but not the first year. And, like, y'all for sure play, um, like, the teams we – like, the teams we play that y'all aren't playing, like, LSU and stuff, y'all play them. Flip. Yeah, it's a yeah. flip, so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That'd be fun. It it's yeah. it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I obviously, I do hope to see you out there as, as QB1. Um, but uh, I do hope my horns do win, so – yeah, <laughs> uh, you know I'm a, I'm a fan, so hey, I got I, I, I got to I got to do what's nah, he, uh, he, he finna go crazy, bro. I already got I I, I see it, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see it. <laughs> um, so last but not least, bowl game. Mm-hmm. It's it's here. It's you're about to start practice. Told me on um, Monday practice coming soon. This is your first bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. First bowl game starting. Or oh, just in general. No, Did you have my, one at Fresno? This is my third one. Third one. Yeah. So okay. Fresno, we won our Mountain West Championship last year, and then we went to LA Bowl, played against Washington State last year. We beat Washington. Nice State. little home game for you. Yeah, but yeah, basically. Um, this year, um, kind of a home game for you. I mean, you're still in Texas, but yeah. um, you go down the street to Houston. Um, you excited? Like, what? What, oh, what yeah. are you much for that? Because you're excited. Anytime yeah. You get to play football, man. Just playing against Oklahoma State and yeah. another old rival. I mean, yeah. Big Twelve. The team too. Yeah, and yeah. you get more practices too. Like it's an it's essentially like an extra spring ball. Like yeah. you get fifteen extra practices, and you know, 
for someone like you or just like the team, like with a transition and stuff. And, you know, you ball in this game that just adds to your case for exactly. the following year to, you know, keep that starting job. So yeah, what are them uh, bowl gifts like? Cause you always see it on TV, but yeah, like, is it just, how does it, how does it work? Do you like, just say there's like a TV here, PlayStation here, Xbox here, watch here, phone there, just random stuff. Yeah. Do you just kind of just get to pick what you want or is it like so you only get a certain amount of things? You get like points. You get like five points. Let's say TV is worth five. Use all your points in TV and you'll get the TV. And let's say it's like a like a, a computer is worth three and a phone is worth two. You put them together so you could use your five points to get stuff. No. Okay. Like a speaker. I got one year. I got like a speaker, mm. like three points. And I got like a dartboard for two. Okay. Like that. That's cool. Gotcha. Every, yeah. bowl, every bowl game has different gifts. Different so, gifts. Yeah, because yeah, okay. yeah, some cater to like the PlayStation Bowl. Obviously, there's yeah. PlayStations there, so they cater to mm. it yeah. um, and whatnot. But that's cool. I, I, I didn't know how like how, how it, it all worked. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm excited for you. I mean, yeah, I will. I will be watching. I won't be in attendance that game. Um, just I would have, but we're going to Broken Bow for a New Year's trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's just right before we go. So I uh, won't be in attendance that game. But um, we'll see about what's coming up here. Maybe y'all can split me into it. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate yeah, you taking time dope. out your day. It's, um, it's, 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 it's been a pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. I, even though you're a rival, I do wish the best of luck for you. For sure. Um, I, I hope every dream that you have does come true. And I hope you have a healthy season next season. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, and let, let us know how we can help you out, you know, with anything in the future and yeah. whatnot. I definitely want to stay connected and uh, yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, shout out shout out uh, to Jalen. Shout out to Frankie and the gang over there as well off camera for uh, making it happen. And, um, Go yeah. Ahead, follow me on the gram, man. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. yeah we yeah, got yeah, plugged yeah. I mean, yeah. at the end of every pod, I always ask, like, where can they find you at? Uh, we're going to have all your socials on the video already. Um, they do typically at the beginning of the video. Like, the first cut is kind of when I do, like, the guest socials. Okay. So that's, like, one of the first things they see is your socials. Okay. So we'll have all the socials down below. Go give them a follow. Um, game is on December 27th yeah. on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> 7 o'clock, right? think so yeah so go ahead check him out um he is playing oklahoma state i mean hey i hope y'all beat the hell out of oklahoma state i'm not very very fond of them at the moment and yeah uh, he's an ou fan so he 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 don't like them very much either whatever eight i think yeah eight okay espn december 27th eight go check him out Um, like i said go give him a follow he's part of the op family now go social go show him some love yeah Um, and where, where can they find you for like the audio listeners just plug uh, your socials. Instagram jmoney13 and then Twitter underscore jmoney13 underscore. Gotcha. gotcha. So, that before good. we hit this off, any shout out to want to give or anything for us? I uh, just appreciate you guys for having me on the show, man. It was a fun time and talked about some real stuff. So. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like I say, I appreciate yeah. you. Um, but I know you're a busy man. Don't want to take too much of your time. Uh, that'll do it from our boys over here at Opinionated. We'll catch y'all guys next time. Peace. Peace.